What's the name of the tournament this week in the on the European Tour? BMW PGA Championship. Okay. The European Tour, right? Mm-hmm. What's PGA stand for? Professional Golf Association. Professional Golf Association? Isn't that what it is? Professional Golfers Association? I thought it was Professional Golfers of America, but now that I feel better now because Professional Golf Association. You know what? I'm fine. I always thought it was Professional Golfers of America. Well, let me make sure because we're talking out of my butt. Well, it would be the European Golf Tour. That would make no sense. I'm thinking. Maybe I'm talking out of my butt. No, I I think you're right because that was driving me nuts. How's it called? The PGA in Europe. It's Professional Golfers Association. Okay. All right. How long so have I'm you been hosting the golf show? <laughs> it was driving me nuts this morning. <laughs> well, you made me start thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, geez. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good morning. It is 8.01 on Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7, the ticket. It's 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning, October 26th. You got the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosegard. We're with Abbott Golfer Magazine. So catch the uh, latest issue with the Long Drive Champ on the cover. Great cover. And uh, soon we'll be putting to bed our annual Best of Public Golf Course Rankings. Come out in November. A little controversy this year. As always, as always, I mean, it's all about opinion. And we're at the greatness of Crest Cars today. Crest Infinity. All right, it's 802, mm-hmm. and Crest is hopping. They are hopping. As soon as they open up the service bays, man, this place is. You got the restaurants hopping, which is a kick ass restaurant. Very much service so. Service areas rest- hopping. And in the back corner, they have some sort of barbecue cook-off. They have a competition on the on the Cadillac side in their parking lot. Do we know anything about it? Starts at noon. Well, they're cooking you, now. Yeah, well, they have when to we get it going. Early. Well, you, you've been to enough barbecue places. They don't When they open up at 10 or whatever, they don't start cooking at 10. They, they're cooking way ahead of time. they got to get everything going. got to so smoke stuff, you know. The Barrel of Bones, Craft... Bar and Smokehouse. There you has go. A barbecue competition. Yeah, it starts at noon. It's on the uh, Crest Cars location on uh, 121, just to the north of the freeway. So are these guys doing that for the love of labor, like us going out and playing golf, or are they can they are they making are they money make, off of this? I don't they... know. Have to find out. You should text your buddy, should we bring, Mike Roshan. Should we bring one in and interview him at nine ten? Hmm. Let's talk BBQ. Maybe. It, Let's talk pork butt. <laughs> I I find there's 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 little competition as far as how uh, how much these guys get into stuff. I mean, everybody has an obsession in life, right? Yeah. I mean, it changes, but boy, these guys that do the barbecue—they are full-on savants. They're they're all in. So, but I don't think you'd be able to taste it till noon. I don't know if I'd be able to stick around that long, but. Uh, I'm big on, on barbecue competitions. I was wondering what it was when I drove up today, and I saw all these RVs and yeah. smokers, and it's like, hmm, hmm. So anyway, that's one. That's another reason to come by around noon today. Uh, I'm surprised how crowded these service bays are because it's still kind of drizzling out, so I don't think anybody's getting their car washed. 
Because they do free no. car washes here at Crest yeah, if you I buy don't a car. Think here. Get a car wash today. So there's something else going on. Maybe it's the end of the month. They my, gotta get the- my car's in the service right now. You know why? No idea. They do wipe wiper blades. Didn't know because it hasn't rained in like four months. So it was just smudging everything? Yep. Yeah. Probably do once a year. Probably not a bad idea. Yeah, I gotta get my car inspected. So it's one of those bits you got to do. We have Curran out here engineering. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning. He will How be are gone. you? I'm doing great. He'll be gone yeah. next week. We're doing another SMU game. SMU. Where at? I thought it was originally Navy, but it's actually Memphis. Originally Navy, now I Memphis. I said on the air last time. Uh, they okay. still undefeated? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. are they playing this week? They just beat Houston they, yes, yeah, uh, on Thursday. Thursday. Thursday? Nice. It's a close game. First time they've won down there in like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're money this year, man. There's a chance they could get into the uh, playoff. Very small, but very small, but very it's still small. pretty darn good. It's pretty good. They're they're doing the exact opposite that uh, my daughter's alma mater is going when Chad Morris went up there. They're tanking. They're I don't think he lasts this year at the no. nah. at Arkansas. They just pay him off. Anyway, we also have Ideal Golfer. You can check it. Might happen at my alma mater, too. Mm, I don't know about that. They've only lost one game. See, that's what's, that's what's so weird about college well, Here's the thing. They've lost one game, and this isn't a football show, and I'm not qualified to, play, to talk football, but they looked awful against Kentucky. They looked awful against South Carolina. They looked awful against Tennessee, and Tennessee's terrible. Hey, Clemson they still hasn't won looked those great every, every week. They still won until you, well, you broke the ice and you got beat by south carolina typical alumni and you guys have no patience for anything bad of an annihilating annihilation annihil a, a beating <laughs> beating i thought you were gonna try and pull out colonoscopy again watch the beating we get next week yeah well it's not gonna be pretty alabama's playing arkansas so it could be worse uh we got the trails of frisco we got white bluff down in uh down there in the, not hill country, but it's kind of near Hillsboro, White, uh, White Bluff. They have two courses out there, limited golf or two. And uh, Cedar Creek out in camp, be a member for a day, so check all that out. Uh, back at the station, we have Jay King. Welcome Good morning, back. gentlemen. Welcome back. How are you? Uh, doing pretty well, and uh, heard about last week's incident. Which one? Yeah, it was all over the place. Um, uh, yeah, the we ticker incident a bit. at 8 a.m. You know what? I'll hand it to anybody that, that pulls up their pants and tries to do one impromptu. What you missed was the in-between, the the radio in-between breaks, or at, during breaks. He Travis was beside himself. The fact that they, we didn't have a ticker guy. Well, Absolutely that's my biggest fear. Himself. There's panic. Somebody's got to step up. Lexi did it one time, one time only. Can but you, it, and and Travis even said, I don't even want to do a ticker, but we have sponsors. So he kind of said, I'm just going to do a short one just so he can do the sponsors. You could do that, Jay, couldn't you? Oh, I could. It's just, it's like you get that anxiety from uh, the ticker guy not showing up, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm doing this, and then i got to write one. Mm-hmm. I get it. No, I'm, I'm all for the effort. Whatever happens after that, it's, you know, whatever. But the effort has to be there. And I do believe we have a ticker guy today. think so. Samuel Hale. See? I can be on time and be here. How about that? Hmm. Were you on time today? Always. 7.30, just as always. 
Bad boy. Good man. Good Atta man. Boy. All's right with the world. We have Sam Howell, we have Kern, and we have Jay King. Yep. With the front lines and going. Rick. We have the front lines going. All right, we can have some fun today. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world of golf. They even have a tournament that just ended, uh, at least the second round just ended, and pretty good leaderboard. Kind of surprising who's at the top. My neighbor's leading the tournament. On the LPGA, right? Yeah. She's doing well this year, Mm -hmm. Daniel King. So let's get to it. Let's not waste any more time. We'll lay out the show coming up next and and have another sip of cappuccino here at Crest Cars Uh next on The Ticket. Kevin, we could use some uh, promo bullet points. Yeah, how about getting us some deals on some cars? This segment proudly brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. Go to clubcorp.com. The coffee's free. One membership. And you can join a golf course, join a country club, and play any other one you want. Usually for uh, a lot less. And you get a food discount. So that's awesome. You also can go down and have dinner or lunch at the Tower Club. Have I been there yet? I don't know. It's cool. That's what I hear. I think it's the Thanksgiving Tower. Nice. And you go up there, and they've got their um, their hoo-hahs, their little... Um, <laughs> what's the thing you can hit into? It's hitting bay? Yeah, but what are they called? The Nets? No, they have the machine... Simulators? Yeah, thank you, a simulator. Took you that long to get to that? <laughs> <laughs> really? You're asking me to follow, really? follow a car that's swerving <laughs> off the road and trying to, tell, trying to figure out what you're doing? Please. Jeez. Well, I would say hi. Can I shout out to my wife? Sure. We'll give this segment's also brought to you by the TJGT. Because she's out working today. Nice. A big smile on her face. Where are they at? Meeting the girls. Where are they at? And the boys. I think the Golf Club of Dallas. Okay. All right. Yeah. If your kids haven't started that yet, you might want to look into it if they have any interest in golf. I'd like to see if they like a little competition. Mm-hmm. Texas Junior Golf Tour. All right. <clears throat> So let's lay this puppy out. Eighth year we get in the leaderboard because they do have one. I had to look up the, what the company actually did that's sponsoring the event. It's over in Japan. 850, the tour is uh, quickly embracing gambling. Quickly. And they want to propose something, and some people are already having worries about it. I'm saying tap is, that break. Don't I'm going to say that is there a bigger money grab um, sport than there is golf? The PGA Tour. Maybe, I mean, they, NFL? Do, yeah. How about all of them? The NFL just naturally comes, right? I mean, it, it's just, don't smirk at that. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a natural reaction. Sorry. <laughs> no, they all do. They're all money grabs. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. They are. But I want to talk about that because I think there's uh, there's precedent, and I, I don't think anybody should really worry about it. At 9.30, we didn't touch upon this, but there was one part about the Skins game that happened a couple weeks ago that that intrigued me. Didn't see one minute of it. I didn't either. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't either. But I went back and looked, and there was one. They did some bits. Really? Yeah. And one was kind of near and dear to my heart. Did you watch some of it? No. No. I didn't watch any of it. I mean, I watched the highlights. Okay. I mean, it started at midnight on a school day. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't happening. And then at 9.10, I'd like to – there's a guy that Craig and I both follow on DraftKings, Joel Dahman. Big fan. If you looked at our our uh, picks for draft picks this week, mm-hmm. we, we, even, we even wore his uh, cancer, wipeout cancer hats. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, uh, not doing so well this week at the Zozo, but they had a really good interview with him. And I think th- this is one of those telling interviews what it's like when you're you're good enough to be on the PGA Tour, good enough to have your card, but you're still pretty far away from being great. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting. So we'll talk about that at 910. Because I, I have some good comparisons because my cross-street neighbor mm-hmm. – Used to be a uh, professional tennis player. Okay. And his highest ranking was 86th. And I, about where Joel Dahman is, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He's top 100. What a difference. Yeah. And then there's a the difference between him and a Corn Ferry player. Corn Ferry? I still have a problem figuring out what that is. Corn Ferry, yeah. 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 Uh, that... And, uh, and then between him and the greats, and it's pretty interesting, so I think you'll enjoy that. But first, Bryson DeChambeau, the mad scientist, he, uh, do you imagine him getting married anytime soon? Is there, is there a more self-absorbed golfer? I don't like him. I don't I mind just, him. I know you don't mind him, but he... I mean, I don't root for him. Just, I just I, he reminds me of Pee Wee and Porky's. He's just that guy who just kind of rubs you, rubs you, rubs you the wrong way the entire time. And it's like I don't like him, but I'm going to let him in my fraternity. Looks through holes at the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, probably not that. But well, here's here's the deal. He's good. He's already won five yes, times, I believe. He is good. Can't take that away from him. No, and he's always trying to push the envelope. And, and he and I'm going to say. He's good in spite of some of the tricks, that, the tricked-up game he has. I, I'm sorry. But maybe that's the only but, way you can process But when you, take a, when, you, when you do something completely different than everybody else, when you take that one-length clubs mm-hmm. for every club, yeah. and it, there's not another professional player that's embraced that. They're intrigued by it, but, but they, they have not done no. it. No. So, I'm, look, when we think about every, every technology boost mm-hmm. – it, they were slow to go, but they all went. Yes, and nobody's going. And I think he. I think if he decided to go back to regular golf clubs, I think he'd even be better. Ooh. I really do. I'm sorry. That's a tough call because you know ninety percent of golf's between the ears, and <laughs> whatever's going on between his ears or some of the things I don't understand. But if he doesn't buy in on it, it ain't, it ain't happening. I know Art Selinger would go against me on that. He fits people with mm-hmm. one, and he. I know a lot of works. people that have them, but I'm sorry. Tell me, show me one. PGA Tour level player, or even a a Corn Ferry level player, who said, "Yep, I'm going to change my game and go do that." It is ironic because if anything works, I've never seen a bigger copycat sport than mm-hmm. golf. So, yep, you know, sometimes it's hard to wrap your head around it. Like having a uh, having a wedge the same length as your six iron, I can't compute that. I might be able to put all my irons. On my full swing iron, yeah. but as soon as you get the wedges, I think I need the the normal length. It's off, man. I'm telling you, it it I can't imagine what he would be. Anyway, he uh, now he's embarked on a new endeavor. He wants to gain like 30 pounds of muscle before the season kicks off in uh, in January because he's not playing. I'm surprised he's not playing this week. It's top 60. Is he not in the Presidents Cup? I think he is. I got to go back and look. Presence comes off my radar. But he's going to play. Yeah, he's not. I don't know if he's going to play next week at the WGC. I got to look at that. He he may be top. He may be one of the four after. I don't. But here's the deal. 
He wanted to start. He started at 195 pounds. He wants to get to 230. And he's already at 225 in a matter of weeks. So for most guys, that would raise a question mark. How would you get there so fast? You're not going to get that by lifting weights only, I promise you. You might be able to get it by. I think he's eighth. Okay. I think he's in. So he's fine. Oh, this is Ryder Cup. Oh, no, it's President's Cup. It's right there, right at the top. See, President's Cup. Yeah. Um, so here's his way of saying, here's his way of explaining it to us layman, how he's doing it, because everybody wants to know. Yep. He goes, we make sure the neurological threshold is just as high as the mechanical threshold. What does that mean? In layman's terms, pretty much whatever muscle potentially you have, how big and the muscle spindles you have, you can recruit every single one of them to full potential throughout the range and training the whole range of motion. What? Exactly. He's not saying how he's doing it. He's saying this that's the theory, but I don't know if he's eating. He said, I could gain 30 pounds just by eating chocolate. I mean, it wouldn't be a big deal. But he wants to get yoked. He wants to get he, – he says, I want more distance. That's the sole reason I'm doing it. Where is he? Where was he this year on driving distance? He's pretty good. You could look that up, but I'm gonna. Um, no, he's. Uh, I think he hits it over 300, if I if I remember. He smacks it pretty decent. But I'm more surprised on, you know, everything he's done, has typically helped him. Again, not a lot of the people are, are following suit, whatever that is. He's not. They're not going out on a practice round. And when it's purposely, when there's dew on the ground, so he can see how the ball reacts to a club with, with moisture on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't do that. Right. But he does, because that's the way he has to process. Some people are very analytical. Other people would go crazy doing that. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau. All right. Where do you think he would rank in driving distance? Uh, around 30. It's 34th. Okay. How much? What's 34th? 34th is 302. That's pretty good. But there's always guys longer, and if there's ever deficiency, you well, know that. How Cameron many times? Champ and Roy McIlroy. Cameron Champ led last year at 317.9. Let's go to Rory because Rory's an elite player, and mm-hmm. he's second at 313. You're talking about a full club. Yeah. So. Well, not only that, you know how that is. You used to lament that all the time if people were Walmarting you before you got your distance back. Mm-hmm. Drives you crazy. Yeah. You get tired of seeing people's backsides. He's 34th. He's still top third. Mm-hmm. It's not like. I just. I believe, and I don't know this for a fact, but I believe that's what damaged Jordan Spee's game. When you look at his stats. Mm-hmm. The only thing that has improved that. over three years is his driving distance stats. Mm-hmm. Everything else has gone down, so he's tried to get longer, tried to get longer, tried to get longer, and it's everything else has suffered. Mm-hmm. And I except I, this putting. Let me tell you something: you gain thirty pounds. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you gain it. It's going to change your body, and your swing won't be the same. I think it's the same if you lose thirty pounds. Yes. Look at the difference. Remember when when uh, David Duvall did it? Stadler. How about Stadler lost all his weight? Mm-hmm. Every time you change your body dramatically, your swing's got to change. Yeah, your swing plane, everything. Yeah. So you just got to be careful. You know, but you know what? I, gu- I guarantee you everybody on tour is looking at this and seeing how he's doing it. I promise you. Yeah. Because everybody's looking for more. <laughs> everybody's looking for more uh, distance. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're. 
you might say you're telling the truth that you don't care. You care. Yeah. Promise you. Promise you. So, I that it'll I be don't know. I, I'm I'm going to look and take a guy like. I'll take a guy like Joaquin Neiman, mm-hmm. who's playing really well. Yeah. And he is 41st. And hitting at an average of 301, mm-hmm. I don't think he cares. Uh, you don't know that. I don't know that. No. But I'm saying Tommy Fleetwood. It's all average 298.7, one of the top ten players in the world. Mm-hmm. Thinking he's probably okay with where he is. Maybe. Unless he's not. He hasn't been playing real well lately. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know what? It, it Golfs is such a, a, a round-by-round bit. And if you're seeing guys pass you and the first thing you look at is driving distance, as you'll, you'll hear in this uh, Joel Dahman interview, um, he says, without equivocation, that he is – it's all about distance. If you can't hit the ball far on tour, you will never be great. You might win as – might be a Zach Johnson and win every blue moon because your wedge game and your putting is awesome. It's off the charts. Yep. But by and large, if you don't have the distance, you're not going to be great. And to back that up, I think we talked about this before, if you want to look at the top ten people on the money list and all that, mm-hmm. it's not the best putters. It's strokes gain T to green. Yep. That's all it is. And that's what it's boiled down to because the courses haven't changed. By the way, Joel – Domin is 106 mm-hmm. in driving distance. In the 280s or something? 292.4. 292 and he's 86. I wonder how far you got to go back to where 292 led the tour. You can go back and look at that. Uh, Dan Pohl, I think, went to, I remember when they first started looking at that. I want to say he averaged 280, and that mm-hmm. was before metal. Metal mm-hmm. Woods, I believe. And it took a while, and it went up so incrementally. Now it's going up, you know, whatever. But our friend, our friend Russ, I saw our friend Russ last night, and he was telling, I, got, I just realized I got to get better. I got to get. I said, Well, first stop, we use a pinnacle golf balls, you nut job. But he, but he always you know, says to me, he goes, you know, the best tee shot I ever hit. I was playing at Cheryl Park, and he told me what hole. I don't remember. He says, I hit it was with a persimmon driver. I hit it 370 yards, and I just looked at him and I said, No, you didn't. No, you did not. No, 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 you did not. Unless you got on the back end of a, of a tornado, and it was downhill, <laughs> and it was rock hard. Thank you, Oh, bud. there you go. Craig's got his uh, prerequisite uh, bits going today. Nice. Those are, those are custom kolaches, right? They're homemade. With a little jalapeno on top. Yeah. Telling you, here's the other thing about Crest real quick. I know they have great cars. They have great deals at the end of the month. Infinity, Cadillac, and Volvo. But if you ever want to uh, hold an event here, some kind of company event, or a barbecue cook barbecue, it's they got a full-on kick. But they have engine. a wine room. Wine room. Stop laughing at I, me. I thought you were going to say a dog for a second. What? You, wine. I thought you were going to go wine runner. <laughs> Boy, everybody's on guard right now, aren't they? Yes, they are. All right. Relax. So, yeah, let's watch and see what, how DeChambeau does. And I guarantee if it doesn't work, he will drop weight in a heartbeat because that's just the way he is. Can I make a bold prediction? Sure. It won't work. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. He seems to leave no stone unturned. He doesn't do anything recklessly. He does everything. There's a reason. He's analytical about it. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com, get their Players Prime program, discounts on uh, rounds of golf and free range balls and a Crush Burger 
at their area golf courses, arcusgolf.com. All right, we got a leaderboard. We got the biggest name in the in the sport leading. Woo. How's our boy Jordan Spieth doing? We'll find out next. Old American Golf Course and the Tribute Golf Course bring you this segment. We're at the greatness of Crest Cars today on 121 in the Tollway. Aren't they going to combine soon? Yes, they are. Like first of the year? Yes, they are. Going to share one clubhouse and reroute. Uh, I think number the first tee is going to be the second hole at uh, Old American. So it can start off right by the old Tribute Clubhouse. Huh. So, <clears throat> yeah, it should be good stuff. I think it makes a lot of sense. Share one... Uh, Range and all's good to go. All right, eight fifty. It'd be a fir- an interesting new opening hole, kind of like a sharp dog leg mm-hmm. left, and mm-hmm. yep, be easy if you can hit a f- good tee shot long to start. See, all right, eight fifty. Talk about gambling. What the tour is going is embracing wholeheartedly to build up uh, more interest in the sport because I don't think anybody would argue that uh, fantasy football helped out the NFL tremendously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That that in the red zone. So talk about that. All right. We have a tournament. It's called the Zozo Championship. It's Zozo is a conglomerate started back in, I don't know, the 80s. It's a Japanese company, and they're in everything. But mostly a lot of apparel, a lot of performance stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Any brand names that, we, that I no. would know? No, I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't notice any, but okay. This is a limited field, no cut, but it's not a WGC event. It's the first time they've ever had this. First time they've been playing at this golf course. So are the all these guys? What's the strength of field? Uh, it is five twenty six. Big time. Pretty high. Not so not a major, but it's. Did all these guys? Is there just a big purse, or a lot of these guys just get appearance fees? Well, the winner share is a million seven. All right. Pretty decent. Big number. You were already over there from last week for the CJ Cup. And then they have the WGC next week, HSBC. uh, So while they're over there. So here's how you get in the field. Top 60 available tour players from previous season's FedEx Cup standings. Available. So Mm -hmm. they keep going down to where they get to 60. Yeah. Top seven, current season Japanese golf tour through the Bridgestone Open. Top three players in the Bridgestone Open and eight sponsor exemptions. That's how that works. So there you go. And we have... All right, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So we pick our DraftKings, and we we cogitate over it, and we really do a, we do some research because we now try. we're doing a podcast. If you want to go to our YouTube page and go... I have a golfer YouTube page. You can see it. We work hard on our on our picks. Yeah, but this is difficult because would there's you, no history. So would you pick Tiger? I didn't. Would you? I know you picked Gary, five digits. You picked Gary. You picked Gary Woodland. Both teams. Yes. Good pick. Did you kick? Would you have picked Keegan Bradley? I did not. Hideki maybe because he's over there. Would you have picked Corey Connors? No. Would you have picked Daniel Berger? No. Would you have picked the Matthew Wolf? As good as he is, as yeah, bad yeah. as he played last week, yeah, he flamed out last week. I mean, however, look, all these guys are good players, right? They're all top sixty, so they're good players. But man, it's not what I expected. I but, mean, Tiger has – the last time we saw Tiger, i got to admit, I, I'll fully admit, the last time we saw Tiger and the way he was at the end of last season, I thought his Masters win this year was equivalent to Jack Nicklaus's 86 Masters. Maybe, yeah. I thought that was it. It was a swan song. It was awesome, and that was it. But I, obviously he's not done. Well, he got knee surgery, cleaned up his left knee, I think, for the fourth or fifth time. 
And I can kind of relate. My left knee is a little wonky right now. Uh, I do use that CBD cream. It does work, by the way. But um, he said that one of the reasons he got his knee scoped is because he couldn't crouch down all the way to read a putt. Uh. I'm the same way. I have to put more weight on my right knee. So what's going to be interesting today, he shot a pair of 64s. What's interesting about his first round 64, his first three holes he bogeyed. I know. That's amazing. And I don't know if that's more amazing or the fact he only hit three fairways. Well, it depends what the rough's like. Who cares? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched. I mean, I've tried to watch, but they had a rain delay. Three fairways. Yeah. And he shoots a, shoots a 64 with three opening bogeys. And then he, then he backs it up with another 64. So he's putting okay, which is amazing because usually he doesn't putt well in slow greens. And yeah. there's been so much rain there, so got to hand it to him. Now, they're going to play 27 holes today. They're going to try and get See that how he holds up, right? That's going to be it. How How's he going to do on the endurance side? Yeah, and then you have, um, uh, I mean, he's got a two-shot lead, but then Gary Woodland has a two-shot lead over the third-place guy. So you have a... Um, no cut. But you, you're really four shots away from the field already. Yeah. So if his knee holds up and his game holds up, he he could... Well, I mean, everything has got to hold up. His back, his knee, uh, just stamina. I mean, yep. you know, he's a great front runner. So that's not a problem. The 36-hole lead, he's, he's pretty much money. Yeah. Um, everybody was hoping for... Um, so, that, so today, I believe they're re-racking. And they're playing threesomes. They're going to play threesomes, and they're going to do the same tomorrow. So they're going to try and get night, which will be their Monday, our Sunday. And everybody was praying for Hideki Matsuyama to be in the final group with Tiger. may happen tomorrow. No, it's not, because they're they're staking with whatever's today. It will happen tomorrow, because it's only nine holes. They're playing 27 today. Oh, so they're just going to, whatever it, yes. what, they're going to re-rack one. They, today. They, they've got to re, if they do 27, they got to I guess not. Uh, it's in the middle of a fee- it's the middle of a round, but I, so I guess not. They can do whatever the hell they want, right? So that would have been really interesting to see who was getting cheered more. What I thought was interesting the first round that there were so many people following Tiger, and there was one picture that was amazing because there was such a huge gallery and not one person had a cell phone out. Really? Nope. I don't think there was a moratorium on it. I think it was just they didn't do it. I don't. Maybe there was, but it was it was really refreshing. Rather than looking every play. I'm going to say they probably had a moratorium because yeah. that wouldn't happen in today's day and age. Maybe. Well, it happens at uh, the Masters. Because they have a moratorium. You have to. Yeah. Have to... But anyway, other than that, um, Ryan Palmer, he's five under. Let's see. I want to go down to Rory is a three under. He shot low on uh, yesterday. He shot a 65. But he's been kind of middling, you know, nothing great, nothing horrible, just kind of mosing along. I wanted to look at Victor Hovland. When it's side bet, I say he's in the top ten by the end of Sunday. Of course of Sunday. he is. Sure. I'll even say but it's top five. He'll be top five by the end of Sunday. May not be in contention. No, he's he's made a living off that yeah. last year. I mean, he won three times last year. But uh, Victor Hovland, who set a new uh, record. They've been doing this since 83. 19 straight rounds, uh, sub 70. Then he blew up. On the last round, and then and then, and then first round, this shot I mean, a seventy-five, and then he shot a sixty-five. So, still got some. He's still got some. He's got game. He, he's. he's we will see him for a while. Him and Wolf, I think they're both in good shape. And uh, Morikawa, and Morikawa's playing, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing well. I think. Yeah, he's at five under. Yeah. So on the other spectrum, uh, Jordan Spieth is five over. 
he attempted to hit a shot yesterday. I don't know if it was near a root or, or what was going on, but as soon as he swung, he grabbed his – he, like, shook his hand, like, ooh, my elbow. But yeah. I think this I think this one was real. And he wound up shooting a uh, pretty high number, 74, and then he shot a 71. See, he's five over par. Mm-hmm. And they are not listing much as far as – I don't think. Let's see if they're mentioned. Because his biggest problem, like as we mentioned – was uh, Tita Green, not his putting. So I'm going to see. They didn't show putting. They didn't show driving distance. Uh, let's see. And it's not coming up as for some reason. But anyway, um, that's been his issue, and it's it's amazing how great his putting has been. Yeah. Can you find it? What he's done in uh, where he ranks in strengths gained. So yes, his driving action. His driving accuracy is tied for 63rd. Hmm. Greens on the regulation is tied for 73rd. Out of 78 players, by the way. Yep. Putts per green in regulation is 56th. So they don't have the strokes gained. No. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's what he's been working they on. They didn't do driving distance. Yeah. They just did accuracy. Why would you do accuracy, not distance? I don't know. Because accuracy is easier. So. Just look, see if it's in the fairway or not. Distance, <laughs> if they don't have. Well, a, we learned last week yeah, that that's not a. If they don't have shot link, then it might be really tough. Yeah. So, again, another He doesn't he's money not grab ranked good this week in any good in any stats. Nope. Well, why would he be a plus 5? Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. But we'll uh we'll hope and you know, I know George Dunham is his biggest fan and all that. I just I saw him on a he did some kind of video with Dak uh Prescott playing night golf. Really? Yeah. It's the craziest thing. It looked pretty cool. I don't know All where right. they, I don't know where they were playing. When or did anything. they do that? When I don't know. I don't I know. Because uh, didn't Dak AWOL this week, given that he's off. That and we haven't seen him in Cabo like Romo did, but I'm sure he's doing something. Yeah, he's chilling. You know, they have off till uh, Tuesday. Yeah, and I think yesterday or Thursday was their last day. So, and that's about it. I don't see anything else uh, going crazy. Let's see, Justin Thomas. He's. I don't even brought him up. Oh, he's a. Uh, he's doing well. He's minus one. Yeah. yeah he's, but he's well, really really still well. okay. Yeah. You know, they're fine. I took. Good I had players. a hunch on Bubba Watson this week. I don't know why. Yeah. I just. You know, he was in the six thousand range and sixty eight hundred range for for money mm-hmm. to, on DraftKings. He's like, ten back. You know. He's performing for what I paid for him. Mm. He's two under. Yep. There you go. So. There you go. All right, so we'll see if Tiger can keep that keep that bit going. And that was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. All right, up next, as we broadcast from Crest Cars in Frisco, PGA Tours trying to follow the NFL as far as fantasy and gambling. What's their latest bit? We'll tell you next, and I'll tell you if it makes sense or not. 8.57 on the ticket. Good morning. Last Saturday of the month. Of October, which means we're at Crest Cars today. You've got Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity in Frisco, and you have Crest Volvo over in Plano on 75 between Park and Parker. And they have a big uh, barbecue contest starting at noon today out here in Frisco. So, you know, they you, took our sign away, but if you're a BBQ fan, you will, uh, I'm sure you will enjoy it because these uh, barbecue contestants take a lot of pride there in their beef so or uh-huh. chicken. 9-10, pretty good little interview with a, a player that 
I think a lot of people are going to enjoy. He's one of those kind of common man guys that happens to be really good at golf, but he seems to have a, a really refreshing, realistic view that might might put some people off, depending on how com- competitive you are. Talk about that at 9:10. Then at 9:30, the skins game they had a couple of weeks ago, not a big deal, but they they embrace some bits. And I'm always a big fan of that, so we'll talk about that at 9.30, and we'll mix with uh, Country Force at 9.50. This segment brought to you by Irving Golf Club, the new Irving Golf Club, and the greatness of Renee Gonzalez. Yeah, took over that, uh, shout-out to Renee. Yeah, how about that? Been a while. Good to see him back in the in the game. Where, where's he been? Not sure. All right, well, he's back. Go out to Irving Golf Club and uh, go ask him. Have a beer with him. There you go. All right. So the PGA Tour is always looking for a way to make money. Every sport is. I mean, it's it's all about. So they don't make enough. No, it's just like, you know, why not raise the bar a little bit? Is anybody ever satisfied with how much money they have? I don't think so. So the PGA Tour. Is I don't know. I around. saw that Jeff Bezos moved down to second place in the world's richest man. He's probably probably mad about it. How much money do you think he is at second place? Uh, how much do you think he has? One hundred thirty bill, something like that. One hundred twenty billion. I say about 150 bill. He's 100. He's down to 105 billion. Okay. So you start cutting expenses. Maybe. I only got 105 billion now. If he gets under 100 billion, he goes, "Oh my goodness, I got to get rid of a plane or two. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. If I mean, guy seriously. Like, not to get off the subject. With 105 billion dollars. I'm always wondering, a guy like that, how much is he keeping a checking account? Because <laughs> a lot of it's stock. Yeah. You know. So I wonder how much. How much cash he has at his disposal or he's just using a, an Amex Platinum card or whatever and just charges everything to get more points and more miles. You know, it's so funny you say that because <laughs> you know? I always wanted to have a like an off-the-cuff interview with Mark Cuban about everything that nobody would ask him about. You know, being, what's he worth, three or four billion now? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. without, you know, st- stuff like, you know, how many women throw him off? How many offers for investments or mm-hmm. you know, how many people who are well, he's on shark tank lose a limb that you know save my dog that would you know, be I, always, I, I think it would be really cool right all that stuff and you know how many times does he look and see what his net worth is like it like maybe we should have eli contact him put it in the magazine that's a he great interview. play golf there's who cares? a guy he hates golf doesn't matter it's an interesting story People that play golf are into money. Anytime there's anything on Shark Tank with golf, he says, I don't like golf, I'm out. Whatever. So why would he even talk to us? He might. I did do Mavericks post games until I got fired. <laughs> yeah, bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, the tour is embracing gambling. And not only gambling, but maybe live gambling. So you could actually bet while play is going on. Are they going to have, like, paramutual at the course? I think so. I think they're going to do it like a, Now, I don't know if they do that at the British Open when they have the betting houses over there and even right. players bet. I, I haven't been over there to see it, so I don't know how they do that. But that would be interesting. It's like a you, horse race. Yeah. You get a little ticket. Now, the downside is this. They're not going to allow you to bet on anything negative. Like, you can't bet like somebody's going to just tank and shoot like an 80. You're going to do head-to-head? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can. I think you can, uh, because you'll hear in the uh, in the interview with this Joel Dahman, um, he knew exactly what he had to do when he played with Tiger. Because <laughs> there was a paramito, there was a head-to-head competition. Mm-hmm. I think it'll work. My worry is this. Fantasy players are out of their minds. 
and they'll you'll see it on Twitter, you'll see it in person. That if you're if your guy you're betting on or your athlete you're betting on doesn't perform, you get mad because it's costing you money. The players don't care, but you do. So I'm wondering if somebody says, you know, I'm betting on Tiger to win by five or whatever, and he doesn't. Does anybody that's had a little bit of buzz with him, or on him, or in him, do they do they say anything? I don't know. I don't know how much how much you're letting in the crazy element of golf. I'm gonna say that um, in terms of golf and the and picking winners, it's more difficult than any other sport there is. It's worse than roulette. And it's actually tougher than roulette because you have values. With, with oh, roulette, you can one. bet whatever you want. Well, no, here's the difference in between that and roulette. Roulette, it's 36 to 1 or 35 to 1 because you only have 36 numbers. We have 38 with zero and double zero. Right. You have 144 players. Uh-huh. And but if you a, take out, if, you, if you're the Brooks Kepka mentality, take out half the field. To, it, it, I mean, you have rookies that win and come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. Adam Long and all that. But by and large, you don't see – a whole lot of surprises. Well, not week in and week out. Rick, I'm gonna I'm going to beg to differ with you. All right. Because let's just look at the schedule, and I'm just gonna give you the winners from the last five weeks. Well, and okay. I'm just gonna say, okay. Well, we picked them. Um, did we? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we did. Don't laugh at me. We did. So uh, September was Walking Neiman. We didn't pick him. Then was Sebastian Munez. We did not pick no him. No way you picked him. Yeah. Cam Champ. Cam Champ was playing so poorly. Okay. I, there's no way you'd have picked him. Kevin Na. Kevin Na. We did pick him. We did. Lanto Griffin, we, we picked did. him. He was our stone-cold lock. Uh-huh. So, yes, I mean, I guess we did, but we, we didn't pick just one guy. I mean, we picked. What you need to do is go back to the go back to the uh, tournaments that are in the quote-unquote regular Last season. year, Adam uh-huh. Long won. J.B. Holmes. Okay, wait, wait. Are you cherry-picking here, or are you just? Yeah. Okay, well, it's going to happen. I mean, there's no. Stone Cold well, Lock I'm, I'm going to say even if you if you go to um, the AT and T Pebble Beach, who mm-hmm. won that? Mickelson. Right. Would you have picked him? Mm, Good not lord, he's not been but playing well. But as in roulette, you spread your bets around enough, you'll you'll win something. Yeah. I mean, no, you'll get back something. Will you win? Quote unquote. Will you no. be ahead of the game? Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I. It's tough. I mean, uh, this stretch right here. I at, wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to bet my. Okay, my after the Masters, mortgage on it. You had C.T. Pan, mm-hmm. Ryan Palmer, and John Rahm won the Zurich. Mm-hmm. Max Homa, Sun Kang. That was a, okay. Those are two first-time winners. I, it's just Maybe Sun it's Kang was. so hard. Even when Patrick Cantley won the Memorial, I, I mean, it, he he's been playing good, but he wasn't winning. You know, yeah, he I was mean, top three. It seemed like top yeah. four every week. So. You know, I, I it, it this is the hardest. So, given that, um, how much activity do you think there'll be? I mean, I I, th- I think people that like to gamble, there's no downside on any bet because you're thinking I'm gonna say this, or it's it, just the juice. It really doing. depends when they do it. Like before every round versus in the no, middle of the round. No, like right now, they're not going to get very much action because everybody's betting on football. Yeah, but in July yeah. and it's in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know, people want to watch. In July, that. yeah, they'll get some action. Maybe then we can get we can go to the PGA Tour event and gamble. I'm in. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you could do that on TV too. Can you do that on TV? I don't know. Are they, is it going to be online? I don't know. You know, Those that's the different things they have that's to figure the difference out. Difference right now in the terms of like 
Look, I grew up in Baltimore, right? Uh-huh. And there, every year, the Preakness was right at Pimlico Racetrack, and it was cool. But be, and you got to go bet on the Preakness, and you went into the infield, and you brought your twenty bucks. And when I was even mm-hmm. when I was sixteen, I just sure. you know they never even checked to see whether I was legal or not. You deviate even then. Yes. <laughs> um, but there was no other ways to bet. Right now, you can go anywhere and bet on a horse race. Right? I mean, you paramutuals. All yeah, that, stuff. That, that was that was what was cool about going to the Preakness. Oh, we can go bet on the Preakness. It's kind of cool. Got to go. Okay, this is going to be a stupid question. Can you bet online for horse racing? Yes, can. Okay, if so you can be off, in a state that's in a state that's legal. Okay, there's 16 states that are legal. That gambling right now, right? Sport gambling and is the same legal. thing with golf. Uh, if you are in Vegas, you could do it. Or if you had a bookie who was based in Costa Rica, right? <laughs> you and you had a website, whatever. you can do that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and the and the tour is going to follow that. Where you're only going to be able to bet. Uh, in the states where there's legalized sports games. Just 16 states. Mm-hmm. Not Texas. No. No there's, Nelson. And there's five events in Texas. By the way, there's one time in the next few weeks, I want to do a segment on the rumors of the Nelson. Mm. I have some theories okay. about the direction of where the Nelson is going based on things that are happening, mm-hmm. but no inside knowledge. <laughs> is that fair? I like it. Pure hearsay. Pure. Or educated guess. Let's do that. Pure hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> Want to do that next? No, you teased Gil no, Dahmer. No, I did. I, yeah, we'll, we'll save that because we have time on that. It's almost yeah. an evergreen. Maybe it's moving. Maybe not. Okay. I am I would now, of all the bets in golf, I'm going to say that's gonna, that would be one of the more surefire bets. Think so? Within so many years. Won't okay. be next year, but it, uh, within. Let's tease that for next week. Okay. Let's do it next week. Cause... Let's do that. I have some hot opinions All right. that are opinions and mine only. All right. I like that. All right. That's brought to you by the City of Arlington uh, Golf Courses, Texas Rangers, Tierra Verde, and Lake Arlington. Check those out. That is one trifecta that is mwah, lovely. All right. Up next, a little weather update and uh, honesty from a tour player. Huh? I mean, real honesty, and I think you'll find it refreshing. We'll talk about that next. 914 on the ticket. Good Saturday morning to you, wherever you may be. You got the T Box, Rick and Craig. Current out of your engineering back at the station. Jay King. Samuel Hale. We're at the greatness of Crest Cars today. We're having Eggs Benedict. Mm-mm. Is there anything when you were growing up, was there anything fancier you could have had for no. breakfast than Eggs Benedict? No. That was like, you know. And by the way, this is one of the toughest things to do right, a poached egg. Really? Yeah, I like eggs, so I try different ways of, of preparing it. Poach is one of the tougher ones. Anything to with crack. hollandaise sauce is fancy to me. Yeah, that's true. It sound, even sounds fancy, even if you're not into it. Anyway, thanks to the greatness of Crest Cars and their impeccable staff and uh, and kitchen. It's really good stuff. All right, the weather looks like this. Brought to you by playwithcbd.com. Today's going to be 67. Not bad. Tomorrow, 76. Monday, 69. Nice. Rest of the week, cold. 57, 54, 53. What's it going to be for the Soroy shootout? Which is the 4th of November. Next Monday. Yeah, let's see. Uh, What are you doing over there? It went crazy on me. Bear with me. Um, Yeah, we're going to be playing at Craig Ranch, which is lovely. 65. All right. I'll deal with that. 
So we're already sold. Yes, we are. But you can she still go there. Us. You can still, <laughs> she can buy Emily Jones or um, what the Soroys? Tori Hunter. Mm-hmm. Sure, I think the Soroys are sold. Are they sold. Maybe you can buy uh, George Dunham, Marty Turco, Marty Turco, mm-hmm. Brendan Morrow. There you go, and uh, compete against us. Yeah, since we're already bought. Yeah, we're easy. Okay, but so not cheap. <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> so uh, check that out. Be bracing for some fall weather. Hopefully we have a fall this year. It doesn't last like two weeks before it goes right into winter. I think fall's gone, isn't it? No, fall's in the 50s. Winter is in the 40s, 30s. I, that would be my my guess. All right, 930. They had some bits at a Skins game, and uh, one of them was kind of near and dear to my heart. Tell you what the players did on that. This is brought to you by Origin Bank, the greatest Origin Bank. We do business with Origin Bank. Yeah, they... they uh... They fund the uh, Texas Junior Golf Tour. Yes, they do. The Rocky Mountain Tour. The greatness. So check them out. Origin Bank. So this is about Joel Dahman. Joel Dahman um, had a pretty interesting background where he was a college player, but he was only okay, and he kind of fell into a uh, came a from sugar a daddy. very very small town. Yes, he did. He was big fish, small pond. Yes, he didn't realize that I was good at everything, but that didn't mean anything till he once he got it. He never played an AJGA event. He never played anything competition, so he didn't know how he ranked against the really good players. But he fell into, pure happenstance, he fell into uh, playing in a tournament, and the kid that was in his group was uh, caddied by his dad. Yeah, who was bucks up. Yep. And they took a liking to each other, and he wound up funding him. And he says to this day, if that guy hadn't shown up or that happenstance hadn't occurred, then... He wouldn't have. Well, made you know, Joel Diamond had a. I mean, it was a little bit more direct. His his mom passed mm-hmm. from cancer. Yep. His brother had cancer, mm-hmm. and he met this sugar daddy who helped him fund his his uh, career. But he he was diagnosed with yeah cancer, and he funded that. And no insurance. Nope. And the guy just, just put it on said, a credit card. Put it on my credit card. You've got it anyway. Yep. What a good guy. Very. Yeah. Very. He's like a, he's a true daddy warbucks that actually helped you out. So they had a pretty extensive interview with him on uh, Golf Digest. And some of these I thought were pretty pretty interesting because a lot of it has to do with what's it like being f- famous? How's he dealing with that? Right. What he would rather have. Would he he's, ra- I mean, he's not that famous. But comparatively. He, he wears a bucket hat that says cancer on it and has a line through it. So if, you, if he walked in right now without his bucket hat on, would you know who he is? You know what? Uh, it was, what, 30 years since Payne Stewart passed mm-hmm. yesterday? I remember seeing him at a, at a tournament at SMU, and he was just wearing regular baseball hat and Dockers. And I had to do a double take before I recognized who he was. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same thing, even if it's... And Payne Stewart, Payne Stewart you saw way yeah. more often than Joel Dahman. But you saw him in a certain context. He was always yeah. in his plus fours and all that stuff. So he has some pretty interesting answers to questions. One of them is... And I think everybody wonders, how. what's the difference really between the PGA Tour and the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour? Yep. Because they can all play. Yep. And I thought his insight was pretty good. It goes, it's hard to describe, but the guy that, that is never going to have total control of the golf ball, that's the guy on the Corn Ferry. When he's hot, he shoots 63. Looks great, but he can't do it for four days, much less a season. Scratch golfers are really good, but they don't always know which way the ball is going to curve. I sometimes forgot how good I am and can be. Then I go play with my caddy, who qualified for the Mid-Am in 2017. Easy course, light rough. He can wedge it from anywhere. I'll give him a shot aside. Okay? 
on a normal course. Yes. So 7,000 yards, 6,800 yards, he's getting a shot aside. Yep. 7,500 yards with trouble everywhere. I might give him seven aside. That's crazy. But true, right? Not, not to sound like a jerk, yep. but people don't understand the control required to play PGA Tour yes. setups. Yes. We've said that how many times? If you're a scratch golfer like Tony Romo, and then you play on a PGA laid-out event, yep. right? Everybody you're playing against is a plus five at least on that course. Yep. Not playing it. And you even know, just your local. I'll never forget. <clears throat> I mean, that open up. You and I were. Um, you were going to caddy for me when I turned forty to for the mid am. Mm-hmm. I was. And I had shot a 67 mm-hmm. at Grapevine, mm-hmm. and ready to go. I was I was that good. My, I had five or six rounds in a row in the 60s. And we go show up in a real event mm-hmm. with real scorekeepers and mm-hmm. ropes and everything else. And Cut I would out. have broken 90 that day. On the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, was, that was tough to watch. If I wasn't a trunk slam, then my career was over. That was tough. But, yes, I mean, it, it, it's so hard. It is so hard. How about the difference between you and a top 10 player? I'll never be top 10. Interesting. Interesting revelation there. You know, that that is impossible for me to accept. I'll never be top 10 because I don't hit it far enough. Yes, it's hard for me to accept. I, 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 you know, I, I expect that we can be, the, even today, I think Ideal Golfer is going to be the best company. Our mm-hmm. radio show is going to be the best radio show. The magazine is going to be the best magazine. I, the, we're going to sell more passbooks when it launches on Friday. By the way, passbook launches Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I never can think of that us ne- that I can never be the best. And every, you know, I, I unless I'm, unless you're in something like this, and you don't want to beat yourself up, you are what oh. you are. It was kind of. I just thought I, it was refreshing. He said that. You know, one of those moments. You watch Rounders, right? You've seen I Rounders, one of the Rounders. best movies ever that sure. Court Kern hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. But when Kanish comes out and and he the guy when uh, Matt Damon needs money, uh-huh. and he says, "Look, I showed you how to make a living. I don't go. I'm. I've got alimony. I've got yes. child support. I've make a living doing this. I'm not going for the for the glory. It's hard for me to accept. Keep that thought." He says, John Rahm drives the eyes out of the golf ball. Even when Rory plays bad, he's so much better than I am at almost every facet. That's crazy. I'm not sure I'm even straighter than him, and I'm one of the straightest hitters in the world. It's a matter of how good is your great. Sure, there's Zach Johnson who dinks it around, wins a couple of majors, being an exceptional putter and wedge player, but length is going to be the biggest predictor of success going forward in this game. Compare the vibe of your rookie year on tour to now. I thought this was interesting. I was really uncomfortable my first year. Until you walk into a lunchroom and feel you can sit anywhere, it's a lonely existence. I Look, I get that. I kind of do, except there's so many young players out now. You think they'd all hang out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that they grew up together. It doesn't right. matter that, you know. I spent a lot of time on the phone. I used I was used to the camaraderie on the PGA Tour Canada. Guys sleep four to a room, share minivans. We actually rooted for each other. Corn Ferry, a little more, a little more serious, but still buddy buddy. The PGA Tour is absolutely every man for himself. Yes, because I understand why. Given what's at stake, I now know enough people to enjoy brief interactions throughout my day. But in the beginning, the tour is not a welcoming place, especially if you're not playing well. No one is going to bother investing time to get to know you until it's apparent you're keeping your card for a while. Thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. What was it like playing with Tiger? The most nervous I've ever been. 
Walking off the first tee, I looked at the enormous gallery and said, so this is your world? And, he, and Tiger says, this ain't nothing. He was super nice, told funny stories, instructed me that he'd always mark uh, near the cup so I could finish first without a stampede. I shot a 69, nice, to his 68, covered the head-to-head spread in Vegas, so I figured after playing with Tiger on a weekend, I was ready for any stage. So understand this, and um, I, I'm going to look up official money just of last year. Because I, I was talking to my, my Cross Street neighbor who was 86 in the world in tennis, and if you're 86 in the world in tennis, you're not making any money. Right. But when he says it's lonely out there, it's because of the money. It's because of the money. The guys back in the day were all friends yes. or whatever. Cause, but think about this. That at 86, he couldn't make a living in tennis. At 86, Brian Harmon made a million four. Mm-hmm. Yep. That doesn't include off the golf course. I think you should look up what 86 is in tennis. I think you'd be surprised. I don't think you uh, Are you starting to feel famous? Yes, it's weird, but I'm not sure I like it. When I play golf, my... Uh, when I, when I have my golf clothes on, I, I have to make sure I do everything the right way. Make a bogey, toss that ball to a kid instead of in the water. Post something silly on Snapchat, remind my friends to keep it in the circle. I want golf Joel and regular Joel to remain the same person, but just being slightly under the microscope of the public eye can steer a person to living separate lives. This is about Joe Dahman. He's a PGA Tour player. He's, very, he's a good follow on Twitter. Um, okay, so here's what really caught my eye. Still waiting on win number one, obviously, but beyond that, would you rather win a major or a FedEx Cup? FedEx Cup without question. The top guys might be concerning with leaving their mark on history, but I want to leave a mark on my family. $15 million would impact my kids and my grandkids. If you said right now I could make a million and a half every year for the next 12 years, keep my card without ever winning a trophy, I'd take it. Hmm. Kids coming on tour nowadays are ready to win right away, and that scares me. That that was pretty interesting. Okay, so just to compare tennis to golf. Uh-huh. So you can be number 115 and be Scott Brown and make a million bucks. Okay. On tennis, mm-hmm. the last guy to make a million bucks is number four. 45, Francis Tifo. Hmm. Okay. So. American. Is he? No, you yep. know. Yeah. yeah. See, Kurt. So. Tennis. It's on. completely different. And I think the whole. Back in the day when tennis. You and I loved tennis back in the day when we were sure growing did. up because of the days of. Interesting players. Yes. Um, that whole appearance fees killed tennis. Just killed tennis. And when you're you're not watching different golf courses, and here's the other side. You can have 144 different guys win on the PGA Tour, as we showed. Mm-hmm. When you're playing a major tennis event, there's yeah. probably only six guys who, right. or, or women who can win. They don't have many huge upsets. No. No. As opposed to tennis, I mean, opposed to golf, if there's match play, there's upsets all over the place. Right. Right. Interesting, right? Yep. So I, I just thought it was refreshing listening to a guy because I'm thinking about a guy like Briny Baird. Just the fact, just the fact, yes, Briny Baird. Briny Baird, who had all those events, never won. If you asked him the same thing, he, he made a pretty good living. He's made over twenty five million dollars in That's his career. Crazy, right? Right. But if you asked him, would you take the twenty five million or make half that or whatever a major and be history? Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. He goes, "I'm not worried about history. I'm worried about a livelihood." Yeah. Joel Dahman wants to be Kanish. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's exactly what he wants to be. He doesn't he have to worry about there. his next paycheck is. I mean, how how much more fun is it to just play golf for a living than all the stress and pressure that we all have in all of our jobs? To be able to do that. I think what's going to happen is his his mindset is going to change if and when he wins. I think the euphoria is like, okay, now I've really made it. Maybe. Before I have my card, Maybe. I'm part of the group, but I'm not. Yeah. You know? So anyway, interesting stuff. Uh, you check it out on golfdigest.com. Uh, All right. It is uh, 930 at Crest Cars .com. on the ticket. And that was brought to you by Bob's Steak and Chop House, the original on Lemon. The original one on Lemon. Up next. Bob holding court. Well, of course he is. Yes. Maybe not at this hour, but uh, Well, soon. no, but at 4 o'clock, you Might walk be a Craig in Craig Ranch today playing. Yeah. I don't know when he normally he used plays. To, you know, it's funny. Once he got into golf, uh -huh. he was – I would get a phone call after every show right away right. from Bob. Right. Until he started taking up golf. Yeah. I never hear from him anymore because he's playing. Worthy task. <laughs> Worthy task. All right, up next, they had a skins game. And uh, it wasn't so much who was playing, but they had a couple of bits. And we'll talk about that next. You'll have our new range finders up, Ooh. which will be the lowest – Name brand rangefinder you can find. They're pretty sweet. Yeah, they are. I checked it out. And on Friday, Rick, our best ever passbook will be hey now. for 2020. It will have... Holiday season. It is, Buy them now. It is going to be awesome. And we're going to have a special deal for just a, between now and the end of the year if you buy the passbook. And it's something that's near and dear to your heart. You're gonna, it's a spe, you get a special gift. And you love this gift. Right? Of course. So you'll have to just keep yours listening till Friday as we're going to launch it. And you got to watch because it's only good for 60 days. Mmm. That's quick. And still, get as always, we'll have 50 rounds of golf in there. You'll save over $1,500. Plus, you'll get golf balls. Plus, you'll get some other new guys are in this. New people are in this. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Fuzzies is back. Mm -hmm. Fuzzies Tacos are back. So... Good stuff, so keep your ears listening on Friday. Check it out, myavidgolfer.com. 9.35 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the Little Tee Box. 25 years on the Little Ticket. Glad to be here, and thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We are at Crest Cars today in Frisco on the Infinity side. They also have Cadillac. They also have a big barbecue competition today in the Cadillac parking lot. That begins at noon. So, if you're into smoked meat, that's what you want to get at, right then and there. I love smoked meat. <laughs> so do I, as a matter of fact. Uh, we will mix with Country Force here in a smidge. This segment brought to you by Rusted Rail Golf Club hey in now. Crandall. We played it uh, last week. Yes, we did. Good buddies. Uh, your good buddies, Russ yep. and Randy. Roger. Roger. <laughs> they, they're your good friends, not mine yet. <laughs> I got the R right. <laughs> they were good ambassadors. Uh, so check it out. By the way, if you're looking for a wedding, that's not a bad place to go. No, and it's Pretty a reasonable. great deal. Yeah, it is a great deal. All right, so uh, last week they had a little skins game, little push for money. That I had no idea how it was happening. I'm in the flipping golf business, and I had no idea what was happening. I knew, but I also knew it was going to be in the middle of the night, and uh, I haven't seen a skins game that's been worth a watch in quite a while. In fact, total money, this is not appearance fees or anything, uh, $270,000, $350,000 was all that was available. That's like 
fourth place in a regular tour event? Yep. Oh, something like that. Jason Day, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Hideki Matsuyama. And Day won the most, 210,000. Woods and McIlroy had 60 apiece, and Matsuyama had 20. So that's all you need to know about that. But on a couple of holes, they had some bits. One was they each got to play with a rugby player, alternate shot. Interesting, sort of. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, didn't, it didn't hold me with rapt attention, but at least you're coming up with something. But the one that got me was on one hole, a par five. They had a one club. Really? Yep. Had to pick, had to pick a club and use it the full. Even putt? Yep, everything. So, care to guess what everybody hit? Six iron. Jason Day had a six iron. He had a, uh, McElroy had a five iron. And How long was the hole? It was it was a par five. So it was, you know, 580, 550, something like that. God, McElroy, can he get home into, let's say it was 520. Mm-mm. Not with a five could iron. He down, could he overswing and... No, could two, he? I, I'm going to say he could get a five iron two fifty, both times, and I'm saying he could get really close. Hmm. If you found out the distance of that hole, I, I what one? What what score one? Par. Yeah, so maybe not. That was in, the part that was interesting for me, and Jason Day had to do this to push the hole because he and McElroy both tied with a par. Is McElroy? I mean, uh, J- Jason Day was in a. Uh, Greenside bunker, pretty deep one too. He got out with a six iron. Wow. He got up and down with a six iron. Wow. Wow. I wish they'd do that more often. I wish they'd have, you know, a silly season event. We've already got the we already have the the buddy system where they do that at the Zurich. I would love to see these. i one of the questions I always ask touring pros, what's the minimum amount of clubs you need to shoot par? Well, I think it's, it's usually a bit, four. Here's the thing: you and I were talking about this. I was wrong. Um, you had interviewed an ex uh, uh, pro athlete for um, Bob's Golf for the month, uh-huh. and I said, I think I remember him in the Superstar competition mm-hmm. back when. And I used to love that mm-hmm. watching all these athletes, superstar athletes, do other sports. Right. I think it'd be really fun instead of doing the skins game, do a competition and make them closest to the pin with a five iron and a bunker or. 120-yard par 3 close to the pin with a driver, you know, or longest wedge hit. You know, it may not be Bubba or John Rahm. It may be, you know, somebody can, you know. So here's a question. De-loft it to the point where they can hit it way longer. I think those are, that would be a fun day Friday of thanks, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I would go along with that. Because now you're talking about real skill. I'll never, ever forget when Seve, Ballesteros, and Lee Trevino had a one-club competition at St. Andrews. And I remember that. Seve won with even part. Trevino was one over. But they said the craziest thing ever was watching uh, Seve get out of potholes with a three iron. I, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Right? But those, that would be fun. I I will almost go one step further. I don't know if the tour would ever do this, but they're coming up with bits themselves, gambling and all this stuff. If you designated one hole each round... Where you had to use one. Club. They would never. Do I know they wouldn't do it. Here's but, one but, thing. Here's one thing that they did do, and I. And but I'm I think gonna, it'd be cool. I'm going to get it a little wrong, but hmm. this was 15 years ago. At, they were doing this the Tuesday before 
every PGA Tour event, they would have some sort of... Oh, they had the Schwab Challenge. Whatever it was. and it was Merrill like, Lynch Challenge. Whatever it was, and I'll never forget, I'm watching the Nelson on the second hole. They had a chip-off to see who kept going. Yep, Tom Watson. And, and Nick Mickelson hit it by, uh, behind his back. I thought it, the better one was Tom Watson was on the 18th, and they had a chip-off. He went all the way up to the TV, the TV tower. The tower, yeah. I think he yeah. made it on the green. I can't remember. I, I remember. Was so, but I was so fixated him walking up the, yep. the big ladder, right? But that That's fun, right? Those are things that you could do that would you know bring more people to the sport that aren't. Thursday I, through Sunday, you can't trick it up. I guess. Well, you could do anything. You I mean, if you're going to have gambling and it's one hole, I don't know. It's At some point... I mean, why would you have a why would you have a uh, a partners uh, event at the Zurich? Because it's, it's first time, first time ever happened. Yeah. So there's great. no there's no such thing as you can't do. You could try. Yeah. If I was the Nelson. I'd do it. What? I something. I would do something that would be kind of cool. Because here's the thing, I don't think we appreciate how good these players are when they're in their normal habitat. Yeah. When they're hitting driver three fifty and they're hitting yeah. wedges, and, well, that looks like that's all they do. Yeah. But you give you put them a, a funky club in their hand, and they have to overcome whatever challenge. That, that to me, I'm interested. I'm going to tell you right now, if you did a skins game like that, I know who wins it. Hands down. Hmm. Jordan. Think so? Yes. That guy. Yes. Why? I take him. I, I hope they have paramutual betting that day, and I'm betting all my money on him. When he goes, he he's that creative. You take the guys who can't hit the ball a mile because they have to get more creative. And yeah. it, he was so creative with all – he was able to you do take, all that stuff. Wait a minute. You take him over Mickelson or Tiger? Because I think Tiger could hit anything anytime he wants. At least he could. <sighs> he used to have nine different shots. I'm looking at the Nelson Tiger ain't coming. So. I know. Well, you never know. <laughs> I know. But I'm just... Something happens. If, all this, if they sponsor him, they get mm-hmm. a new sponsor, and it, like they did for the uh, Crown Plaza do with Mickelson right. and, uh, right. and Ricky. Yep. That's a, that's the way you get appearance money. Yep. You just sponsor them, <laughs> you know, make them one of your endorsers. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool, and I, I would love to see a little bit more of that. And I wish there was a an off-season event. I wonder how many guys would show up to a, kind of not a wheels up, but a really cool event. You'd have to you'd have to money whip them to get yep. them there. But if you did that, I think it would be. I think more you, people would watch it. Here's the thing: you would, and you'd have to. The way that you need to get it is TV's got to get embrace it. Why wouldn't they? Right. The, That's more fun, look, right? You get the name players, the marquee players on tour. <laughs> yes. And TV will embrace that, whatever. That's, you know, what is the ticket lived off of, right? E-breaks mm-hmm. and mess-ups. That's what we, and we, when we kick each other in the nuts when it happens and it's fun. That's what would happen on those things. That's what I'm thinking. You're putting a, you're hitting a four iron out of a bunker next to the green. There's going to be a few of them that are going to hit the world's greatest shots, and then some of them are going to look like us. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? I said, that's what I think you'll really appreciate the skill of these guys, when they could do something they're not used to, and they can manufacture. When I watch a U.S. Open, and the conditions are deplorable, they're just over-the-top ridiculous, and some guys just can handle it. That would be really funny if they said, okay, let's see who can hit the best shot in rain, and they have a little, little thing. You have to go into that little, like a little rain shower as you, and hit a ball, <laughs> something like that. All right, who's the best mud, Who's the best mutter out there? I would love to see, you know, even if it was like not so much like a big break, because I got really tired of the big break. Right. And I don't even know if they even have it anymore. If yep. they do, then it's so far off my radar. But if they start coming up with stuff like that, and they made it the money worthwhile, I think you'd get some people that would do it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be kind of cool. Anyway, 
Wishful thinking. 944 on the ticket. We have one more segment out here at Crest Cars in Frisco. That was brought to you by Waterview Golf Club. They're open, and they got brand-new greens. So I think you should check it out. It's right off the uh, bush, so it's real easy to get to. Let's check it out, Waterview Golf Club. All right, up next, we'll see what Ty and Eli have on their slate. The Ticket's Talking Cowboys. This was a complete butt-whooping, man. Why can't we see this team every week? Heading to the bye week like, yeah. Everything that you preached, that you thought the Cowboys needed to take advantage of, that they needed to execute-wise throughout the week, was done, and done in spades. These hot Cowboys opinions are brought to you by Vaughn Lane Luxury Motor Coaches, Noble Oak Bourbon, and Sports Radio 1310, and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. All right, all right, all right. Go to idealgolfer.com. You know why you type that in? Because you're going to save at least 50% on a round of golf. You can be a member for a day at Cedar Creek down in camp. Fun course. You're 25 bucks. That's over half off, and that's good any day, any time. So that'll fit in your schedule real easy. Play the greatness of uh, Trails of Frisco right down the road. It's a mere $27. That's 50% off. You can play that any day. And you got an... Um, Unlimited day of golf for two down at White Bluff. There's two courses down there, an old and a new. They're closed on different days. And it's unlimited golf for mere 89 bucks. That's 53% off. That's like $189 retail. So a lot of different reasons to go to Ideal Golfer. We post two deals a week, and you just get an email. If you like it, you buy it. If you don't like it, wait till the next deal. We went right around the corner. But check it out. It'll always save you money. And as we say with Ideal Golfer, it's always more golf, less cost. Idealgolfer.com. Hey, a lot of people thank today, as always, when we're out here at Crest Cars. They're lovely staff. They do such a good job. They're so friendly out here. Whether they're selling you car, working on your car, making you food. Or making us food. Yes. Yum. Do a superb job. They have a barbecue contest today. Starting at noon, noon to 7 in the Cadillac uh, parking lot. That's the only Frisco. car dealership in America where we're saying, come out here and do anything but buy a car. I told them that get a car. This no, is the last Saturday saying, of the month. you got a barbecue competition. you got a great restaurant. you got a putting green. you got a wine room. So here's the, kind of the cool thing. So one of the downsides, typically, that people have an aversion with cars is how long it takes to go through the paperwork and all that stuff. Yeah. Let your sales rep do all that. Your salesman, and you go out and get some barbecue. Go putt. Go chill. Go chill. It'll really get done, and it won't feel so homemade bad. Homemade cookies. Look at those cookies. Yep. Yum. They do look good. Yum. Anyway, no, uh, she's not coming over here. You guys have had enough. <laughs> want to thank Kern as always. Great job. We'll miss you next week. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Killer will be by our side as we're at uh, Classic BMW. Love Killer. Not as much as I love Kern, but pretty close. Yeah. And uh, back at the station, Jay King and Samuel Hale. Thanks for showing up for doing the tickers. We appreciate that. I'm Boy, sure, that, and I'm that sure what Jay we're does, to? too. And we're now on tickers, it's just thanks for showing up. Samuel Hale's never had an issue. He's a rock star. Can give him a little bit more credit than that? No, I'm saying Thank due you to last work. week, Yeah, we were worried about that. Yeah, we were. Because we don't want to put any undue <laughs> pressure on the board up, because that, that can get dicey. Oh, oh you should have heard Travis swearing in between breaks. Oh, he was so, he was so defeated. He, he actually was. did okay. He did. He really did. Uh, speaking of tickers, Ty. Eli. Eli, when's the last time you did a ticker at the station? Ooh, it has been a while. It has been a while. I I, I did offer to fill in last week whenever uh, our 
little friend decided not to show up. Our little friend is he no longer an employee of the no, ticket? He's no, he's, yeah, he's still around. I think he got one. He gets two strikes. I thought that was his second strike. That's Maybe what, he gets three strikes. You no, know, in between breaks, when I was listening to Travis, I kind of got that notion that that was his second strike. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this three. way: he he should be choking up on the bat and being ready to swing because anything on the corners, he's probably getting rung up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to build up a lot of cred to get more than three strikes. Yeah, a little more. You got to earn that one. <laughs> you have so, to uh, earn it. How was that uh, eggs Benedict over there? It looked pretty tasty. Pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. Pretty decent. I'm, that's it? I'm pretty good. Well, How decent. Dare I got to say that to Paloma. Fishies. Yeah, I'm, 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 being, I'm kidding. It's Everything here is awesome. I know. All you got to do is let us sell your show. You'd be out here, too. What? How is that my decision? Yeah. <laughs> How is that his decision? <laughs> go okay, let us. Okay, here you go. Okay, do it. Here's I'm, your permission. <laughs> sell our show. <laughs> I'm not real sure why, why I'm the one that has to sign off on that. Well, I'm not going to do it for free. No. Eli might do it for no talent fee, just for the grub. No, that's not correct. Why? You, why? You don't get a talent fee when you're at the... Uh, at the station, at least this way you get fed. Well, that's true. That's a bonus. It's a little further drive, though. Yay. It's only miles, buddy. Only miles. Yeah, I'm limited on yeah. those, too. Mm. So uh, I've been actually been watching a little bit of the World Series, and I'm bummed because there's no bigger buzzkill than the visitors winning every game. Yeah, it's, I would agree with that. It, it is yeah, cool to see the, uh, like the walk-off hit and the yeah. crowd going nuts. Yeah, that is cool. I agree. Yeah, when Altuve hit that one. For the, uh, yeah, for the that was division champ, that was oh, that was so legit. Pretty legit. Has there been mm-hmm. a better five foot six athlete in the history of sports? Eddie Goodell. Era. No, not Eddie Goodell. He he had one walk. He made one plate appearance. Uh, there's only one that I know growing up. Freddie Patek. Monty Tal. Freddie Patek on Muncie the Bugs. Royals. He was five four. How tall is five, Demetrius Spud Johnson? Webb, the MMA He's got to be about five six or five seven, right? Who's that? Demetrius Who's that? Johnson, the the UFC fighter. Five UFC three. Fighter. Who? I wouldn't know. Demetrius five, Johnson. So it says five three one thirty four. Lee. Who does then he yes. fight? Well, he used to be in the UFC. He was widely considered to be the pound for pound best fighter in the UFC for a long time, and then he seriously a five three guy. He's isn't he going to get lit up by just about anybody? Well, I mean, they fight in weight There's classes, weight class. So, I know, yeah. but still. I mean, he's What's not, not going to uh, – what was he, featherweight? Flyweight. Flyweight, yeah. So, 125? So All right. 5'3", man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's even too high. Right. That's him even he, too heavy for Matt McLaren. Him against not Muggsy Bugs. Muggsy Bugs was as ripped of a 5'3 guy I ever saw. Yeah, Muggsy was legit. What was he, about 5'6"? Yeah. No, he was 5'3". Yeah, he was 5'3", and he could dunk, too, Muggsy right? Bugs was 5'3"? I don't dunk? buy that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Played against him in high school. I know for a fact. Whoa, look it up. Look it up on the internet, yeah, like I, like right. we do. Burying the lead here. <laughs> Bugsy Bogues, just as big as Demetrius Johnson. Five three. That's crazy. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Because Spud Webb towered over him at five six. Yeah, Spud. I've, I've met Spud a couple times. Nice guy. Whoa. Spud Webb. So how do you defend? Spud Webb used to have a house out there at uh, Thorn Tree. I didn't. He ran around me like I was not even there. Well, you're did. not an NBA player either. And my and my coach would yell at me. I was like, seriously, man, like, do you see how fast he is? Five. He's three. five three as I don't care how tall he is. He's good. Well, he obviously good, he man. was good if he was five three and played in the and NBA. The NBA. First yes, round pick was. too. Spud Webb won the dunk contest when it was here, right? At yes. Reunion? Yeah. Yes. Yep. They give him a lot of leeway. No. Just because he's. You know, yeah, I, I mean, bet, I, I feel like did. the fact that he I mean, could dunk. Period. He, should at least get him some. Uh, yeah, 
some favor. I mean, he wasn't Look, the fact that it's five six and he could dunk like he did was good enough. Yeah, he, he yeah. wasn't doing the kind of dunks that Dominique was doing. Yeah, that he wasn't the human highlight reel. But, but it was pretty cool to see a guy that short. Yeah, do what he did. That's good mm. stuff. Do you think you can touch the rim, Ty? Uh, in my s- no, in uh, s- no, no, now, now, yeah. Um, I'm close. I, I, I would be closer now after you losing all the weight. Really? Okay, so. so you still didn't answer my question. Do you think you can touch no. the rim? No. Okay, the answer is really. You're like six eight. I'm six four. Okay, whatever. He's six five when he jumps. Well, have <laughs> you, since you've lost your <laughs> well, eighty pounds, I'm just pounds, sitting here having fun. He's tried. taking shots. That's right. Now you're all soaked up. I know. That's what I'm saying. I probably will get closer now than I was 80 pounds ago. Def- but defy gravity. Like yeah. Now, how great a, a, a promotion would that be? I've never been able to touch the rim of my entire life till Soto. <laughs> now, now yeah. I can dunk. Now I can dunk. State of the art. <laughs> no, I don't or, know. It's, it does. It does great. It do, has done wonders for me, but I don't know if it's enough to put that much vertical in my game. Yeah. Getting hey, real quick, sucks. With, no doubt about real it. quick with with baseball last night. So I'm watching this. I'm watching this umpire just butcher calls left and right. I mean, he's horrible. They tend to do that. One, how does he get to be a a World Series ump? How do they uh, pick sadly, him? he's probably he the, the best, best they have. Yeah. Best of the worst. Is he the best of the worst. Yeah. And I'm going to say in the next two years, they're going to have robot. Um, balls and strikes. They've already tested that in the minor leagues. It works. Where they, they still have the human umpires, but they have a light that's out in left center field, yeah. and when it crosses the plate, either the light lights up or it doesn't. I think he's got like on. an earpiece yeah. that they it, it signals him somehow. And, and, it, and it doesn't slow the game down no. at all. But, I mean, they're going to have to have human umpires behind the plate regardless. Balls but, well, because of calls at the plate and you yeah, know, they, out yeah. calls. But. Hell, they could even do those on a replay. They do already. Yeah, but I mean, I don't mind having people out there just because they explain rules. They get to keep, hopefully keep the game moving, you know. And when they have like the eighth uh, meeting at the mound, I mean, all that kind of crap. So they need to keep that policed. But the balls and strikes, I think, drive more people crazy than anything. And sometimes they're so far off. At least this umpire was bad for both teams. Do you follow uh, Umpire Auditor on Twitter? That's a good follow. That's a great follow. And, I mean, the guy will just absolutely tear into these umpires. And it's like, you know, so-and-so missed a call by 6.46 inches, by far the worst call of the 2019 postseason. And, I mean, you can, and he'll have the replays on there, and it shows where the ball is clearly like a foot outside and being called a strike. I'm really okay, this is I'm really surprised. dumb question here. Okay. Dumb question here. So, when I, wa- I was watching this guy really closely last night, and he was always on – Yes. Was he always on the outside part of the play or the inside? He was always on one the shoulder of the of the catcher, right? Where he was setting up behind the Where catcher. Where he was setting up. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, how in the hell does he call a pitch on the other side of the of the plate coherently? Yeah. It, it, it's not the same perspective. I'm surprised that the – You know what I'm saying, Craig? You give me this look like, like you just got lobotomized. All right. So what would you look like right now if we started NBA talk? About what I look like right now, right? Really? Yeah. Not if it was a rule or something like that. If you're talking about players, I can give a crap. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we whatever. already so, did just, NBA talk, Craig. Yeah, we, we did NBA about talk. 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 Yeah. Spud Webb. Me, Charles, Charlie Chris was the first short guy. So we're back on that, huh? Hmm. No. So you Go just back, you cancel you culture our umpire oh. talk. How bad the refs are in every damn sport. Let's go talk about that coming up at 1030. 
Wow. What an ass. That is our 10 30 seconds. Yeah. Look, didn't, they're still the best in the game, today? right? They, they, I, Whatever. I just think we it's don't hard. Care. We Paloma, don't care. get him hard. some waffles. We don't care. Or you just something. killed our segment. Holy. <laughs> 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 Feed this kill. guy. Yeah. He's Come on, no man. kidding. You've so got kill joy. You've had eggs Benedict. You should be happy. And hey, we had Ed Benedict. We had. Oh, boy. Jay, did you close off your notebook yet? Never. Close. All right. uh, he was going to make an adamant farce. statement, and he screwed that up. I did. <laughs> I did. Happy to be here, though. Are Happy you? to talk to Eli. Are you? you know, Eli has a pleasant face in our office now. You don't know this, Ty, but he's his office is right next to the break room. So whenever you get your morning coffee or your morning whatever, there's Eli just smiling at you. Waving at you huh. as you get your coffee? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. well I mean, I try. I, I try and yeah. bring, a, bring a little bit of light to everyone's life, Craig. Yeah. Whoever sits in that really. office has to be social. Yes. Have to be, because everybody goes to the break room. When I think Eli, I think social. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm a social butterfly, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's on the show today, fellas? Oh, wait. Yeah, what is what? on the show oh, today? Okay. Stuff and things. Just don't say baseball, because Craig won't listen. Uh, yeah, clearly. Five straight segments of baseball. Baseball high nice. at 1030. <laughs> I want to nice. talk about a five foot three UFC guy. Demetrius that's, Johnson, go look him up. That's amazing. Is he undefeated? You know, he was for the longest time. So the UFC essentially worked out the first ever trade to another organization with Demetrius Johnson, which is it's a weird story in itself, and I can't remember all the ins and outs of it, but he was considered to be one of the best fighters in the world for a long time, and then now he's fighting for a different organization, and it's At five, kind three. of a weird story. Yeah, At mm. There is always a in, weight matters in when you're fighting 100%, right? So is he? Who does? How far up can he go before he just can't? Like even a guy who's not even a USC fighter. Like if he fought George Dijon, who's 190 pounds, I would absolutely buy that pay per view. Yeah. How much is that pay per view? <laughs> and who wins? Dem- Demetrius Johnson would kill George Dijon. Really? Yes, of course. Okay. How about um, how about the safety for the Cowboys, Heath? He Jeff Heath. Heath? Jeff Heath. Ooh, man, that is a good question because Heath is just strictly a headhunter. All he does is just try and, and take yeah. people's heads off. And he has off, 200 so. pounds. It has nothing to do with fighting. And what he's 200 pounds. has nothing Weight to do with fighting. matters. Yeah, no, you're, Maybe. A, you're absolutely correct, but technique also matters. I mean, yes. if we're, if we're yes. talking just a strict street fight, Jeff Heath probably beats him. But if you're including technique and jujitsu and wrestling and that kind of stuff, Heath probably loses. Plus, what's the old line that Tyson used to say? Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the exactly, mouth. Exactly, mm-hmm. until they get punched in the mouth. If you haven't been used to being hit, it jars you. So, and the, he and can tackle all the Quickness day long. is also a huge factor when it comes to those smaller guys because, I mean, they'll punch you six or seven times before you know what's going on. Yeah, your head's going to look like a speed bank. Yes. I mean, uh, take, fo- take Floyd in. Mayweather. This is the, the age old argument of, oh, could, would Ronda Rousey beat Floyd Mayweather in a fight? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I'd Floyd watch Mayweather that. would kill her inside of ten seconds because she no, would he get might go twelve rounds so many times she wouldn't no, know where Rick. she's at. Yeah, he... <laughs> dump that. Just dump it. Dump Why? it. Dump, dump, dump. Wrong. Wrong. What? Mayweather Just hasn't wrong. knocked anybody out. Where's your head? <laughs> my, right where my mind was going exactly out. where it should. I'll, I'll stand by that <laughs> comment. I know what Rick was trying to say. See? Thank you. I know what he was trying to say, too. No, I, you don't. 15 years sitting next to him, I know exactly oh, what he was you, trying to you, say. You've already sabotaged his segment. <laughs> Me? 
pounds. Good lord. Five three hundred twenty five pounds, and he can kick my butt. No question. Yeah. Demetrius I'll Johnson versus Spalding. Demetrius Johnson or Rowdy mm-hmm. in his costume. Rowdy because he's Rowdy. so creepy. He would just curl <laughs> into a ball and start crying. Roosevelt. Ooh, that's a good one. Again, that's a pay per view I would definitely <laughs> sign up for. Or how about Roosevelt versus George D. Gianni? Let's do that one. Yeah, let's do that one too. And Muggsy Bogues. Put him in there. He's the ref. Just a battle, battle royale with Muggsy and <laughs> Hell in a Cell. All right, we'll see it. All right, boys. I also Bye played boys. 18 holes of golf yesterday morning. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 1310 and 96.7 FM, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus station.